Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Thursday, and there aren't a ton of headlines being generated by the green and gold at the moment. Uh, so I am probably going to keep today's chat a bit shorter than usual. Also, I have uh, tickets to the theater tonight. Don't want to be late. Got to get downtown. But there is no way I'm missing a day with you fine folks, Packers fans worldwide, because that's what we do here at Cheesehead TV. We're devoted to you guys. So, yeah, I want to talk to you a little bit about something that's been bugging the hell out of me. And I think, you know, I understand that I am 100% going to get ridiculed for this. And I know there are certainly people I know very well who do this, and it bugs the hell out of me. And I know, especially given that we're entering free agency, the free agency period and the draft especially, you know, the vernacular around players, the way they are talked about, the way they're spoken about. and this idea, and I know Mike McCarthy talked about this years ago from the podium, and I'm 100% in agreement when he said, you know, they're all good players. When you're talking about NFL players, they're all good players. All players have value. Yes, some players are better than others, but they don't get to the NFL. They don't touch the football field in the NFL, a practice field or a regular field, without being good players. Yes, exactly. There, There is certainly a division between special players great players and probably a lot of the league but that doesn't mean they suck it doesn't mean they're terrible it doesn't mean oh my god they shouldn't be out there and things of that nature which is how i hear players talked about this time of season and it blows my mind and it really bugs the shit out of me hell i know Corey did it yesterday talking about brock purdy during packer transplants i hate i you know i know Corey for a very long time we're old friends and i know that's A, just how he talks, and that's a bit of his vernacular. But B, he also kind of does it because he knows it bugs the shit out of me. But it's like, no, you, he doesn't suck. There's no way Brock Purdy, quote, sucks by starting all the games for the San Francisco 49ers at quarterback this year and helping lead them all the way to the Super Bowl and then losing in overtime of that game. Like, he doesn't suck. And this is what drives me nuts. And it's something I've seen come up again and again and again with discussions around A.J. Dillon or Keyshawn Nixon, a few of the other kind of pending free agents that the Packers have, because that's the next kind of tentpole we have in the NFL calendar, right? Or the Packers calendar anyway, is, you know, obviously we're going to get franchise and transition tags placed and then free agency is going to hit. And then we'll really start kind of diving into the draft. And all the while I see, oh, A.J. Dillon, no way they should bring him back. He sucks, which is the dumbest shit ever. You know, go back and watch the Kansas City game again, just that one game, and then talk to me about how much he sucks. Did he struggle out of the gate this season, that first kind of two, three games? No question about it. You know, but we've seen what he's capable of. I know he's a good player. Look at the Detroit game. I mean, some of the plays he makes in uh, the stretch prior to Aaron Jones kind of coming back and obviously taking over um, prior to A.J.'s injury, He's so effective. He's a very good football player. But people kind of get this locked-in image of a few plays from early in the season, and that colors their whole kind of trajectory, no matter what he does and how effective he might be. And Keyshawn's the same. It's like, I know I've talked a lot about the Packers needing to get better there. I don't think that's telling tales out of school. I don't think that's being insulting. I've certainly seen Keyshawn make plays, and I know he can be a physical presence at slot. And I know he can cover guys. I've seen him do those things, but he hasn't done them consistently enough. And the Packers probably need to demand better, but that doesn't mean he sucks. He still has value, obviously. 
certainly as a returner, but he can add value as a depth piece. Darnell Savage is the same way. Another guy who I've seen kind of torn down and dismissed and things where it's just, look, I understand these guys are going to be talked about. I understand like you have to quote, keep it real or whatever, but let's keep it real in reality, which is they are all playing in the NFL because they're all really fucking good football players. It's that simple. I, you know, like I said, I know I'll get ridiculed for this. I know no one will pay heed and it's fine. An old man yelling at the clouds, but Hey, it's my microphone. It's my mic, my show, so to speak. So I'm going to say my mind on this one because it bugs the holy hell out of me. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody in the comment section. Already mixing it up. Dennis is here, of course. How are you, Dennis? Good to see you. Stu. Stu's always here right off the bat just saying football. I appreciate that. Rob, what's going on, man? Thanks for the super chat. What role will Tyler Davis have in 24? Go Pack Go. TBD, I guess a lot of it depends on how he comes back from injury. Um, <clears throat> I could see him playing a decent-sized role as far as helping them in line. Certainly a lot of the stuff he was doing prior to getting injured. I also could see a path where he it doesn't even make the roster. Who knows what happens in, well, not so much free agency, but definitely in the draft. I could see them, you know, having a day three guy come in and compete. And maybe that uh, spells the beginning of the end. Um, I don't, you know, obviously I don't know. And I don't think that's lock solid, but yeah, I think he can help them if he can revert to form. You never really know when guys are coming back from a significant injury, when that keeps them out an entire season. But here's hoping, man, because I thought, he had a really good summer prior to getting hurt. Um, he was certainly in line to at least help them on a pretty regular basis in 2023. I don't know if he can find that form again, but if he can, then, yeah, there's probably a spot for him. Abdul, how you doing, man? Hey, Aaron, other than Preston, is there anyone else you think will be misfit in the new scheme? Misfit? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't really think Preston's misfit. And I know that's kind of been the talk, but... I'm I'm really struggling to, you know, look at Preston Smith and say he can't do something. Like, and I understand the idea being he's stood up for much of his career and not really been asked to put his hand in the dirt, and he has dropped a lot, you know, under Barry and Petten, et cetera. But, man, I don't know. I don't know if it's that kind of fish out of the water as people are trying to make it out to seem. Um, as far as anybody else, you know, not right off the bat. I mean... I am kind of fascinated to see how some of the pieces fit up front, uh, whether it's Devontae Wyatt, where they play him, how much they ask Kenny to play, um, you know, three tech and things of that nature. But, you know, for the most part, I don't see anybody who's completely out of sorts, so to speak. And I think that's what Brian has talked about over the years, where whenever they've changed coordinators and or schemes, he's, you know, harped on one of the things they look for is versatility and guys who can do lots of different types of, you know, Things being asked what schematically, no matter what, you know, that basis might be. So, yeah, I don't see anybody completely out of water like that. Maybe that's just my green and gold glasses, but that's where I'm sitting. Taylor, thanks for being a Care of the G Club member. Really appreciate you, man. Thanks for signing up. Appreciate the support. Abdul again, what's up, man? I know you didn't do chats until you were on the beat. But wish there was a way I could go back and rewatch the chat post 2010 Super Bowl or 2014 NFC ship. Which post game daily chat would you want to relive? I mean, ones that actually happened or like make believe ones. Man, I don't know. The 2010 Super Bowl certainly wasn't chatting after that. I was with my family and I was having a ball. Um, I do remember my father in law came over 
specifically to cheer for the Steelers um, just to kind of like, you know, get under my skin as somewhat jokingly, but also because, you know, you like to do it. Um, so I really enjoyed kind of dancing to music in the living room after the Packers won with him present. That was a good time. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's a that's a really good question. If I were to hold a post-game chat, say, you know, prior to being on the beat and doing these regularly, man, I probably would. You know what? Honestly, after the uh, 1999 loss to the Panthers, the Steve Berline quarterback draw loss, that would have been a doozy. Man, that was the, that was raw. That Nagler would have been at his it would have been in rare form that day. I tell you, my friend. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sorry, guys. I think I said this either here or on Watch Party. Um, you know, with Bakhtiari, uh, he has not talked about his rehab, Craig, at all. And I think one of the things that he doesn't want to do is, you know, get in front of a microphone and say something that's going to box him in negotiation-wise if it were to come to a point where the Packers have to decide whether to release him or trade him or whatever. He doesn't want any public utterances kind of messing that up this is guesswork on my part i haven't talked to david about it at all um i did talk to dave about coming on watch party uh for the vikings game on new year's eve which he was open to uh, but then ultimately decided not to do i think you know somewhat you know probably with that in mind like just not wanting to you know slip up in any way so i i think while he's rehabbing it's probably a good thing that he's not talking about it you know he and the packers undoubtedly have a pretty good handle on where he's at but Outside of those two parties, I think they're going to keep that pretty close to the vest. Mike Witt, thanks for the super chat. Braylon Allen in the third round, please. I like the way you think. I mean, I actually think it'll be lower than that. I don't think it'll be third round. I think it'll be, you know, day three, possibly. But I like the fit. And I like the player. Um, Luke, thanks for the super chat, man. Hey, Aaron, do you think the Packers will ever retire the Woodson and out in their ring of honor? I think you mean Woodson's number? Uh, no, I don't think they will. Um, uh, he's a great player. He's a Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. But um, only spent, you know, one kind of part of his career in Green Bay. Clearly helped bring a Lombardi back to Titletown. It's not in, insignificant. But I just don't, I don't see him going that route. Um, certainly worthy. A great player. Uh, all-time. Great Packer. But... I'd be surprised. She said, Joey, thanks for the super chat, man. Do you think it's weird Halfley hasn't spoken yet? No, I think it's just the Packers and the way they do business. And it is frustrating as fans when you see 
basically every other team that has hired people, both A, announcing it, and B, having those people speak to the media and have quotes out there and things like that. I know today the, the commanders had all their folks talk, and uh, the Seahawks did as well, and the Packers are still plodding along. As near as I can tell, they haven't hired a strength and conditioning coach yet. And I don't know if that's, quote, the last one that they need to do, but I know I haven't seen that reported anywhere. And I'm pretty sure the Packers are waiting for the entire staff to be assembled before they do make anyone available publicly. So I don't know, man. It's uh, it's a bit frustrating, but it is just kind of how the Packers operate. You know, they've always been like that. They're always going to want to cross those T's, dot those I's, get it all in order, and then roll it out. It's just how they this is how they work henry yeah i got it thank you buddy sorry about that everyone absolutely messed up the buttons on my uh what do you call it here uh Leroy should be in the ring Ooh, rick i mean he probably will be now Leroy, i could see happening you know entire career in green bay brought a title back to town finally in the hall of fame that one i could see you know, the Packers have been pretty loath, especially recently, to, to go this route. But with Leroy, I think it makes sense. Uh, next, did the Packers get Kenny help? He still plays an awful lot of snaps. Well, I am fascinated to see, Brandy, how much a change, not only scheme, but defensive line coach, changes that. Because, yes, he played an awful lot of snaps. And I think it was to his ultimate detriment um, for some of the season. I don't doubt for a moment Kenny wants to be out there as much as possible. Um, he's still got plenty left in the tank, but I do wonder how the scheme shift and the hopeful rotation shift will change things because Jerry Montgomery put him out there a whole hell of a lot. And I do think, you know, give cut cut back what? He was like playing between 80 and 90% of the snaps. Let's cut that back to like 75 and see how it helps because I think it will. Um, <laughs> Joseph. Nice. Can you share some fun combine stories? Surprising NFL royalty you chatted with. Shenanigans. I'll save the shenanigans, but um, I think I've told this story before, but it's for me what really defined and kind of solidified the combine is my, I got to be there every year uh, back in the day. Uh, my first, I think it was my first year at the combine. Uh, I was leaving a bar uh, later in the evening and I was walking back to my hotel and there was this huge group coming the other way from where I was going. And it was the party was led by John Fox, Marv Lewis, and I think Sean Payton was in there. And then there were like 20 other, like mostly like personnel people, coaches, whatever, and a couple media people, blah, blah, blah. And, they, you know, they're walking by and it's, it was like one in the morning or something like that. And I heard Nagler. And I turned and it was somebody I had worked with um, in, a, in, I think it was uh, a Bleacher Report, but they were like, Nagler. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? I was like, we're going to a club. Come on. I was like, there's a, hey, there's a club in Indianapolis. Um, so we proceeded to said club. And yeah, it was just like people like in the NFL. And at this point, this is like the first time I'd been to the combine. It's the first time I'd ever been you know, in the mix with all the coaches and the guys you see on the sideline every week on your television and things like that. So it was a really surreal kind of moment. And I was just like, this is the combine. What? Now it's not that much anymore. You know, now it's very much everyone ends up at one of two hotels and 
they do drink a lot and talk ball and things like that but it was a little more free and fun like 10 15 years ago but yeah no it's still a great event though and what i love about it is how the entire nfl world is in this like you know 10 block radius for a week in indianapolis and you're all kind of just running into each other all week um it's great for networking great for seeing agents um so there's a couple agents i see once a year in indianapolis we always hang out and always talk and have a good time um, but you also see personnel people although with the green bay packers now the coaches probably aren't going again this year they didn't last year was their first year not going i'm pretty sure they're not going again this year so kind of miss out and seeing the coaching staff in that way but personnel folks are all there tons of media people obviously um and lots of other kind of coaches and personnel folks from around the league it's just a great time i do appreciate it mike witt what's going on man imagine banky having to cheer for a badger lol I mean, he's, he's cheered for Badgers before. He's not once you're a Green Bay Packer, you yeah, you're on the you're the great and the good, you know, like yeah, 100. percent But you know, Corey will undoubtedly uh, make whoever that might be, whether it's Braylon Allen or someone else, got to earn it, right? Like he will cheer and root for them, but who I don't know, man. Harsh grader, definitely a harsher grader for the Badgers. Hmm. What do I believe the Packers will do with Bakhtiari? Man, <clears throat> my heart says they'll keep him. My head says they'll cut him. That's where I'm at. And I hate it. I really, really hate it. All right, buddy. I, I got to get going. I can't thank you guys enough, and I'm really sorry for the audio issues earlier. Uh, please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. I'll be back tomorrow to wrap up the week. Hope you all have a good night. We'll talk to you then. Go, Pat, go.